What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm on the mic. And we're coming at you with another amazing episode today. We're going to be going over how to avoid guilt and establish a healthy relationship with food and exercise. Before we jump into that, we're going to jump right into our quotes, get the motivation going. On Motivation Monday, you know, that's our goal is to provide some motivation, answer your questions, shout out a client of the week, and just jump into some of our thoughts. But let's begin that with Kyle's quote. So I was listening to an audiobook uh, that I know you had recently listened to. It was the uh, Jay Shetty one, um, you know, just about uh, thinking like a monk or something like that. And uh, he had said, uh, uh, let's see, if you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. And I thought that was pretty funny because he was kind of just comparing the fact that a lot of times we don't think we have like enough, uh, we're too small to make an impact or to say something or just to help someone. And uh, I thought it was funny because, you know, those mosquitoes can be so annoying, even though they're super, super tiny. So sometimes I think that way, but I realize all it takes is just like one person, whether you share a message on Instagram with a friend, whatever it is, you know, that's all it takes just to, uh, to to have an impact. Uh, so, you know, remember this next time that you're like, oh, maybe I'm not going to vote or I'm not going to share this or I'm not going to, you know, do do something on media like all it takes. I mean, look at those mosquitoes. They can annoy the heck out of us and they're so, so tiny. Yeah, that's a huge quote. And, you know, one thing we've always believed in too, there's a, an adage, I think, of a thousand true fans and, you know, everyone wants to get super famous and viral and achieve all these big things but even uh you know if you can have a thousand true fans who love your product who support you like it's better than having 10 million you know vague fans that don't really interact don't support so you know too many people get caught up in you know needing big things or insane results or i only lost two pounds or something like that but all progress is great progress and even the small things add up big time and that's a really uh, good example there so i love that quote uh, for my quote, I'm going to switch a little bit this week. I'm going with failure is an option here. If things are not failing, you are not innovating. And that's by Elon Musk. And, you know, the reason I like this quote, I think, is, you know, failure is something that's deemed as like a horrible thing, uh, something that should never happen, that you're literally a failure if failure occurs in your life. But this is a great way to kind of flip the script and say, hey, you know what, I'll try a diet, you know, I'll try doing this, you know, what's what's the hurt, maybe I'll try intermittent fasting. And if it doesn't work for you, it's not like you failed, or you're not good enough. It's just that wasn't the best solution for you. And that's where too many people go wrong. So they jump into one diet, they think that's the solution, they lean all into it. And when they don't succeed, they think it's not meant for them, they'll never succeed, they don't have what it takes. But that's not it at all. You need to fail to innovate. And this quota hit that right on the head. Yeah, man, I love failing. You know, it's 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 part of the process. It uh, kind of just makes you realize like what you need to just you know change to keep going. So yeah, especially Elon Musk out of all people, he's uh he's definitely the best person. I mean, to to be able to say something like that, the richest man in the world, obviously, pretty crazy. So yeah, um, basically that's awesome. Uh, let's jump into I guess even some thoughts. Um, the only thing you know, I started uh, reading a book recently called uh, The One Thing. Now this is probably one of my favorite books to date, and I think it's because he just keeps it so simplified and so simple, and, and it can relate to anything in life. Um, you know, our fitness journey, uh, especially just kind of dialing in that one thing. And there was a quote that I'll I'll pull up after I guess kind of to give you a bonus quote. It's um, 
Basically, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And I wrote that down and kind of in front of me just to keep it um, every time I I go into my laptop, because there's like a million things I always want to do. I want to, you know, do a million different posts, a million different captions. And this question, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And yeah, once again, this can go into our fitness journey. But the reason I want to bring this up is because he talks a lot about multitasking and um, I'm something that I'm someone that has been very guilty because I always used to think that if I did something, you know, two things at the same time, three things at the same time, that I would beat everybody else, that I would always become uh, better. I would, I would just learn more. And he's just like, he absolutely hates it. And he even said that uh, multitasking can lose up to 28% of our workday. A lot of times we think that we're becoming better and, you know, just stronger and, and doing more. And he even basically compared uh, multitasking while driving. It was crazy to hear him talk about even like a simple conversation um, can actually lead to us almost like fully almost being impaired which like was crazy to think about and there's a lot of things that we commonly do in our day just consistently multitasking even myself sometimes I used to film a podcast while looking at my phone while looking at my text messages it's on airplane mode Um, that's something I need to improve upon but I'm sure a lot of people can as well I just wanted to share that with you yeah that's a great thing to bring up Uh, both me and Kyle have really been working on being intentional, not trying to do a million things at once. Uh, it can be really tempting to kind of, you know, want to jam too many things in. But I find that even doing that, you can dilute your joy of the actual moment. Uh, you know, and that's a huge danger, in my opinion, because, you know, instead of just enjoying something for what it is, or, you know, you get into that bad pattern where you just want to do a million things at once and you can only enjoy it if you're doing you know the tv show ends goes commercial so you grab your phone your phone bores you so you grab your ipad i don't know but um you know it's a vicious cycle and i think there's a it's like a superpower in a way learning to just uh be present in that moment to be aware to devote yourself truly to what you're doing and like kyle said you know i think we all know like with studying in particular for me in school like if i would lightly study and facebook was on i check my phone it'd be horrible but you know one big thing i'm a fan of is pomodoro technique where you're working for 25 minutes on five minutes off repeating that cycle until you get a longer break but what's so great about that is by investing 25 good minutes um twice you know with that five minute break you can get, I'd say, like three hours work done in literally like two 50-minute blocks. You know, it's it's amazing how much you can get done um, by really just committing yourself there and, you know, spending more intentional time. Like I used to know people that studied for 10 hours and wouldn't do very well and I could get it done a lot quicker or more focused. And like another thing I did to save money was I would read, I'd borrow a textbook from someone who bought it because I'd be like hundreds of dollars. I'd read the full thing, make notes in it, you know, over like a 15-hour period have it done, you know, really make sure to spend time there. And I would save a lot of time down the road instead of, you know, doing a couple chapters a week, taking notes. And, you know, there's these little hacks where if you can be all in on something, you're going to see better results. And that can really transfer to the gym as well. Too many people, you know, you're going to the gym, you're doing one machine while you're texting, you're on the phone, you're talking to someone like, be all in on that thing you're doing, you know, be really aware to it, focus in on it, and you'll do way better. Just the same with the podcast. Like if you're listening to a podcast and doing 50 other things, probably won't take in as much. And that's kind of what's fun about podcasts is they're more chill. It's not as intense, um, but it, it just is a good example to what Kyle's saying. So I think that's really uh, interesting that you brought that up. 
Yeah. And even like, obviously some people are like, you know, I don't see how this fully relates. Like I'm telling you happiness, a lot more happiness will come from, I think just having singularity of focusing on and, and dialing in that one thing. You know, if you're just kind of all over the place, it, it becomes very tough. And, you know, I know a lot of people also ask questions like, how do I, how do I stay consistent and get my workouts in? Like, how do I fit in time to meal prep? I mean, I gave you that study, like up to 28% of your day is just pretty much wasted from multitasking and he even he was talking about having to go from one thing to another can actually like waste almost seven minutes like when people like switch tasks like back and forth rather than just focusing on one thing he said that can waste you know a crazy amount of time so if you do find yourself like stressed and and this is where it kind of comes into fitness and just overwhelmed and stuff if you do, do just you know dial it in i think uh once again easier said than done i think it'll contribute to uh some some great success in different areas but yeah that's all i got for thoughts yeah, I love that. Uh, you know, my only thoughts are we have some really cool podcast guests coming on. We're trying to bring a whole different array of thoughts and conversations. So if you haven't listened to the interviews because you're looking like, ooh, they're a little bit longer than normal episodes, I really recommend checking them out. It's really, really good content. I know it's a bit of an adjustment, um, but we did it because we want to bring as much value and information as we can. And obviously, if you like what me and Kyle are saying, I think it's really cool to listen to us interacting with other people to grow the scope of it. And as we level up this podcast more and more, we want to bring in, uh, you know, even more high level guests and, you know, keep it as interesting as possible so definitely something to be really on the lookout for got some great stuff coming uh so if you're not subscribed to the podcast already make sure you are if you're just checking it out uh we got some great questions coming up so uh before we jump into that i want to shout out my client james james russell you can see his transformation here uh he reached out wanting to you know primarily focus on some strength gains in the gym i made some big promises and it was awesome you know even getting a text like for him he went up to a three-plate squat you know way faster than he thought he would like four or five months faster and he said he couldn't even believe it how good it felt like you know to be able to achieve that big milestone while improving his physique while adding a ton of lean muscle and you can see his transformation on our instagram page at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t you'll be blown away i definitely recommend checking that out um but that's uh, really a testament to what can be done with a good training regimen, regulating cal calories, and having that accountability for a coach. So it was awesome to see him not only increase that strength, but also add new lean muscle and uh, consistency all the way down. Yeah, and once again, hey, great job, James, by the way. I know he's listening. Uh, make sure to read the caption. Make sure to swipe to the right, see the top five things that have led to his transformation because, you know, all, all it takes is just one thing. Uh, you know, once again, going back to that book, that can, like, really just, like, hit you and, and, and you can start implementing. Um, so, yeah, just check that out uh, and great work, brother. All right, let's jump right into uh, the mailbag here. Uh, the first question is, is there a, such a thing as too much stretching before lifting and I love this question because we've uh, we've addressed it before how we've not really been a fan of people that kind of come in and will do mobility for 45 minutes to an hour and it's kind of like what the heck are you doing here um, but once again I it depends right like we had Travis on recently and he had mentioned how he needs to do 30 to 45 minutes of mobility um, because he's had several slip discs and that's exactly it you know you got to be really attentive and aware of kind of the situation you have if you have a brand new car that's working perfectly fine do you have to be worried at all that you might break down or do you need to make any time to really let it warm up when it starts no like you go out you push that push to start and you'll be laughing but if you got an older car so you got some injuries you know you got some wear and tear maybe you got to give it a little more tlc you know let it kind of find its way and then then hit the road you know and it's the same with lifting right 
if you have an area that's more sensitive or that's injured or that needs a little extra tension or that's really tight, you know, that's where you want to focus in on and spend more of your time, you know, allocating uh, to that specific area. Just the same, you also want to make sure you're warming up the muscles you actually be using. Uh, to spend 30 minutes warming up my legs when I'm doing an upper body chest day isn't necessarily the best use of my time. Um, in a perfect world, if you could be in the gym for six hours, hey, you do what you want. Um, but as long as you're doing some ballistic stretching, you're staying active and you're trying to focus on mobility and movement um, outside of the gym even. So on those days where you're more rushed and you can get into workout, you want to be able to do that optimally because real life, you're always not going to get a warm up or stretch. You know, sometimes you got to run for the bus or you got to do whatever it is, help someone lift something. And, you know, that's why we want to build the healthiest, um, most flexible and, you know, just overall sustainable bodies we can. Uh, so once again, I personally recommend keeping it inside of 10 minutes. If you have more of a background, you can open that window up. Uh, but that's my personal opinion. I'm curious to hear Kyle's. Yeah, I'm, I'm always between like five and 10 minutes, I'd say. And, and sometimes it can vary. Like there may be some days where you just, you really, really feel like you need to spend a little bit of extra time. And I totally get that. But, you know, unless your situation is as intense as, as, as like Travis's, um, I just, I don't recommend like too long, you know. And, and for me personally, I find it just kind of like, like would drain me. I feel like I just, I, I want to get into it. If I'm in there, like instead of having to overthink and just, you know, um, spend too much time mobilizing, I, I'd rather actually just jump into it. But of course, every everybody's situation is so different. But the one thing that I used to do in the past was I, I think that I would try to take every single stretching or mobility, actually mo mobility movement. I think I would try to incorporate all of them. Like, you know, you just don't want to miss out. Um, and it would just end up being like 20 minutes and just way too long, 20, 30 minutes. Um, so I think one thing that you can do is just actually start to think, okay, how can I get my hips here? one to two hip movements how can I get my lower back here one to two lower back movements instead of just like I mean we all know probably some people 50 to 60 mobility exercise if we do all of those you know that's all we're going to get to do but just picking each thing like if you're doing a lower body day just like one specific thing and and just pick what makes you feel good right like not just trying to do every single thing in there pick what actually leaves you feeling better to to get under that bar and uh yeah I definitely think there's such thing as too much um because I think a lot of times it can decrease your motivation um, I think just at the end of the day, it's not as needed, but also it depends on your situation and what makes you feel good. And, and, you know, if you have two hour time frame, that's cool. If you're someone who has an hour, which a lot of people, you know, have less than that, then it's also depends as well. Yeah. And so, back yeah. to that theme of, uh, you know, like intention, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself, what is your intention? Like, is your intention to improve flexibility or to, you know, to remain healthy? If so, you know, definitely double down on the mobility. But if your intention is to get super strong or get super jack like i'm a big fan that motivation does uh like it's like a tank you know you can start to burn it and use it and even for me if i spend 15 20 minutes uh you know just stretching or you know rather ballistic stretching and being active and warming up i find i'm less um motivated and focused in uh when i actually need to hit those weights when i need to show up and you know get that hard work at it because i'm like oh i'm already starting to feel a little tired you know you kind of want to get going moving on with your life and you won't that's why like Although you could be in the gym for five hours, once again, it's something that will wear on you and you need to really say, how can I be as focused in and allocating my time the most uh, in the most efficient way I can to really produce results and you know don't do it in a way that will produce results to what someone else wants really say what are my priorities and then you know make sure you're doing those things first and foremost in the workout and then you know you can kind of let the other stuff fall into its pattern but of course you want to do things safely um, and intentionally and you know I'm a big fan too if you want a quick warm-up just 
hop on a treadmill for five minutes, getting the blood flowing, uh, getting things kind of going. And then for each exercise, even you can warm up for that exercise. So if I'm doing barbell bench press and I'm looking to hit 335 or five sets of three, I'm not going to load up 335. That'd be foolish. You know, I'm going to start with the bar, go to a plate, go to two plates, go to 275, go to three plates and maybe right to 335. Um, but case in point, by having those jumps, you can actually prime your body to warm up for the movements it's about to do. And you can be very intentional with that. And that can further save and allocate some time. Yeah. One last thing I want to add, because I know you're really good with this is like, you know, even I notice, let's say you have like a big squat day, you'll, you'll go in, you'll do one or two things. And then you'll kind of like in between going up to your weights, you'll do like one, one, one movement, right? And, uh, you know, let's say you, you do the bar and then you'll do some leg swings, you'll do one plate, then you'll do some cat cows and you'll kind of just like work in, uh, and work towards like just warming up that way. And I think that's really cool because like I said, like if you have like a, a huge workout with like four or five planned for like so many squats and you're just like laying there looking at the bar for like 20 to 25 minutes, like, man, you know, that is not easy. Whereas you kind of just jump into it. Like, and when you, you got the, the caffeine in and the pre-work and everything else is like, good to go then and, and kind of do it that way I feel like you can like um, it, it, it doesn't make it as as easy to skip like some people like I, I just remember laying there just mobilizing I'm like ah, I don't want to do this I'm done here whereas when you jump into it it, it does become a lot easier but anyways um, yeah, yeah that's a great question keep yourself going keep the blood flowing uh, that's yeah. my thing you know like and just the same, uh, I made an Instagram story recently on two ways to add five to 15% intensity to your workouts. And those two ways were to never sit down. So to keep walking, stand up, you know, keep the blood flow going, don't let lactic acid build and to stay off your phone. Because when you do those things in particular, you know, it's easy to sit down, look at my phone, oh, something interesting happened. Boom, rabbit hole, six minutes are gone, my body's cold, I'm not feeling fired up whatsoever. But especially when I'm warming up for heavy squats, once you get a little heavier, you do need to slow it down a bit. But, you know, working your way up there, like I'll come in and I'll start with my leg kicks, uh, you know, I'll put on my gear, uh, then I'll start to squat, you know, and then in between that squat, I'll use the bands. Um, I'll hit another set of squats and I'll use different bands and I'll do some movements with my back and then I'm all focused in on what I need to do with my workout, uh, which is really fun. So that, that's a good point that you brought that up. Beautiful. So let's jump into, this is my favorite question. I actually got um, asked this, uh, I think it was just uh, today actually from one of my clients and um, she had basically said, um, you know, how can I avoid feeling guilty and be able to establish a good relationship with food and exercise? And this is a great question because um, I feel like personally, a lot of people struggle with this, with this, like we're always trying to be better. We're always trying to improve, do some better things. And then we kind of get caught up in like, you know, even there is such a thing as orthorexia. It hasn't been like fully you know, fully stated by all the doctors and everything. But a lot of times people can have a condition where they end up eating like too healthy, like they're obsessed and they can't like get away from it. Um, once again, eating healthy is amazing. Whole foods are great, but there is like a, there is a balance between, you know, just um, a, a healthy relationship and a non-healthy relationship. So um, I'll just jump into this with my top three tips because um, speaking from experience, I used to be the type of person who couldn't, you know, leave the house without a Tupperware container or, you know, if I went over my calories, I'd have to go spend an hour or two doing cardio to try to make up for it like I've been through a lot of things that I know a lot of people um, you know struggle with or if I like missed a workout I'd have to do two workouts the next day um, I, I just I couldn't like f I couldn't allow myself to even have like fast like fast food or something like that and at a certain point once again it's good to be healthy but stuff like this just can really 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 take a toll because we're doing this for a lifestyle change we're doing this to to enjoy the fitness to have fun with it not to be you know just uh, hating ourselves for for messing up or slipping up so number Number one thing 
I want to talk about is just not being so hard on yourself. And I know it's easier said than done, but like at the end of the day, when you think of like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Even we had posted on a tweet on Instagram the other day um, saying basically, you know, one healthy meal is not going to make you skinny and one bad meal is not going to make you fat. And when you kind of look at like the circumstance and realize, oh, wow, you know, I went over calories. Oh, I skipped a workout. You look at like the worst case scenario. It's like, what is the worst case scenario? Uh, and usually it's just that, you know, you, you missed one thing, just get back on track. And uh, that's kind of the way I've trained myself. I used to beat myself up for stuff like this, but now I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm totally cool with it. You know, just just get back on track and that's the best thing you can do. Um, next is just aiming for progression, not perfection. I think this is where a lot of people struggle is they feel like they have to always be at 100%. Um, and uh, that's definitely not the case. Uh, if you're someone who used to eat fast food seven times a week, your win for the week could literally just be eating fast food uh, eating fast food half the times uh, three times instead of seven right so aiming for progression instead of just like being perfect with your macros perfect with your workouts perfect with your sleep that's an unrealistic expectation and uh, it's 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 definitely a uh, something that will uh, affect you down the road and number three is just realizing flexibility is the best for long term um, realizing and training yourself to get to that point where if you do have a slip up if you do miss a workout and if you're not perfect within certain scenarios realize hey listen um, you know just having this flexibility being able to fit this chocolate into my diet is going to be something that's going to help me stick to this for the long run because if you're someone who just beats yourself up like crazy over a slip up over having a cheap meal or you know I, I don't even love the term cheap meals to be completely honest it's going to be tough because you're not going to be able to stick to this you're going to it's it you you might last a couple months, but um, I'm at the point where I'll probably last for the rest of my life with all these habits because, um, you know, because it's uh, it's something that I've trained myself to do. So that's kind of the main stuff is just you really want to aim for that healthy relationship. I know I just went off there. I'm sure you have some tips, but, you know, I'm pretty passionate about this topic. Yeah, this is a big one. You know, I think a lot of people get to the point where uh, they start to see fit, fitness as too much of a burden and, you know, not realistic to their everyday life. But the second you start to take that approach to it is the second it's not going to be sustainable because you're going to want to quit. You're going to want to deviate. You're going to want to take three weeks off the gym, eat everything, feel guilty, and then try to be super healthy again. Like, that's not how you'll succeed. And this is not how this should be done long term whatsoever. So you definitely want to lean into what's important. And the one big thing I tell uh, my clients in particular is, you know, look at the sum of your actions. If you're hitting, you know, 90% of your workouts, you're doing the best you can with your nutrition, 90% of the time you're eating well, you're focusing on 80-20 rule, you're living a great life. And here and there you make mistakes, like it is what it is, you know, like that's life. And your sums of you working hard, doing your best, you know, is you doing really well. And, you know, especially avoiding that behavior of oh i need to make up for this or make up for that you know because it's just the same it's like then you start to think oh you know i've done so much good maybe i should do something bad maybe i should skip a week or go eat everything and like you'll never catch up you'll never reach equilibrium but to me you know i always just try to say okay how can i you know really focus on the most important stuff you know really make sure i'm getting in a lot of what needs to be done what i need to double down on and by doing that i know i'm really going to see some long-term results and have a lot of success there so that's been a big game changer for me you know also going in with saying is what i'm doing realistic from the start so our big thing is sustainability. Obviously, even if you're cutting, you know, like some clients will be like, oh, this cut's tough. Like, I'm feeling a little hungry. It's like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes a cut, you're paying for the sins of yesterday. You know, I like to say, if you're overweight, you know, you're overweight for a reason, unfortunately, and we need to fight to get that off. And we need to, you know, be in a little bit of deficit, be a little bit hungry. But once we're out of that, we can reverse diet, you know, refocus. And, you know, a lot of the times you got to tear down to rebuild. Um, and if you have that approach, you know, you, you can do it long term. Whereas, you know, if you're like, hey, I'm dieting, my diet is in 
never have unhealthy food to only drink grape juice and nothing else. Like that's not realistic. The second you deviate from that, uh, you can have no success. So is your plan something you can do long term that's really going to last for you? And by asking that question, you'll know if you can do it, you know, in the long haul. And by doing that, you'll feel a lot better. You'll have a better relationship because it's something you can always default back on after a vacation, after a special event. You know you can come around full circle and jump right back into your plan and to have some success there, which is absolutely awesome. And that's a big, big tip that I have. Um, I think we're going to close this one out. We got an amazing interview coming up. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Kyle? No, just one last thing I wanted to mention because uh, I'm kind of going through this right now, even myself. Like if I had to skip the gym for a week, I would kind of just like, I don't, I don't, I just wouldn't know what like what to do. And I think a lot of times in a circumstance like this, they, uh, most people just kind of get rid of everything and they're like, Oh, well, if I can't work out at the gym this week, then I can't eat healthy. And then I can't focus on this. And myself, I'm always like, okay, well, even this though, this situation, I can't lift at the gym this week. What can I do? And there's always going to be something that you can do to a lesser degree. Okay. I can do some, you know, uh, we posted the other day, a full arm workout, um, with light dumbbells. I did that yesterday for 20 minutes. That felt really good. So instead of just thinking all or nothing, just realize that, okay, if you miss a workout, if you miss a week of something, you know, if you can't eat like full meal prepped, like you can still do something to a lesser degree and, and still stay on track without like falling off. Like instead of being a hundred percent, you can be 70%, you can be 60%. And that's something that I've had to switch and think like, just make that change. And I just wanted to mention that because, uh, yeah, it's pretty game changing. It's what helps me stay on track, um, for, for my entire life. I would say focus on what you can do. You know, if you can't get to the gym, focus on your nutrition, you know, if your nutrition situation is going to be a little bit tougher, plan you know and if you can hit some great workouts it's some great workouts but uh definitely some amazing content there if you're looking to learn more about our coaching it'll be the first link in the description down below uh, colossusfitness.com you can learn more about what we do what the polished physique system is and why it is a formula for success not a fluke we've been online coaching for seven years produce over a thousand transformations and we want you to be our next one so we got some amazing specials going on to get you ready for summer uh so if you want to learn more about that just either go to the website or DM us on Instagram saying summer special at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Uh, we're going to bring it out a little bit early here to get Ooh. you ready for summer. The summer special. That's always my favorite time of the year when we get we get so many people messaging us and uh, it's it, it, we produce the best transformations through the summer special. It's, uh, you know, everyone's at, at motivations at an all-time high. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to get a lot of messages for that one, but, you know, we want to give this opportunity. You know, we have a mission to help at least 500 people within two years and uh, I know that for a fact that's doable and we just want to create as many success stories as possible. Summer bodies are made in the winter. If you listen to the end, this is your opportunity. We'll know you're a real one if you DM us that. So I'm looking forward to helping you out, giving you a great rate. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you on Thursday for our next episode. Peace out. Peace out.